And welcome back to Say Less Studios. Oh, uh, are you okay over there? I'm holding. I'm holding it together. Uh, Roy's it here. Together. You Mike's know the vibes. here. Hello. You do know the vibes, and they're not good vibes today. Nah. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Of course, the Pats' first loss of the season, as you guys know by now. Roy is upset. Sick. I'm upset. <laughs> uh. We'll obviously talk about some of the other teams, power content, um, or we'll talk about the pretenders, the contenders, some other popular uh, storylines around this week in NFL. It's really a really good week of football, actually. Yeah, no, it a really of, was. A lot of good games. Yeah, great games, and a lot of surprises, too. <laughs> to say the least. To say the least. But, uh... Your mans. Whose mans? Yours. What are you talking about? Oh, the Packers. Yeah, they just surprised me. Yeah, embarrass themselves. They did. They really, truly did embarrass yeah. themselves. Honestly, strapped. Oof, oh my goodness! Wow. Pray for Aaron Rodgers. But apparently, their flight was late. They got in late. I'm not hearing <laughs> any of that. What? Why? What? I never heard of that until right this second. You never. No, really. They're playing apparently. I believe you. Late, I believe but, you. But that's tapped. Tapped of. That's that. You even brought that up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway. Uh, well, we need to start with the Pats game, and um, I know you've been struggling these past few days. We need a we need a, a Pats fan therapy session. Uh, <sighs> Roy, just let it out. Let it's it out. A frustrating game, man. It's just an extremely frustrating game. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, we just came out looking soft on defense. Nobody, no assi- alignment and assignment, Ooh. not hitting our gaps. On defense, and then on offense, we started off slow. We, I love the hurry-up offense we had going on, but then we really had them on the ropes. You know, at halftime, we, we didn't score in the second quarter, I believe. No, they did. They scored in every quarter. Oh, correct, correct. They did. They did. But we, we were down 17 nothing, and then we obviously had the 13 nothing run. <sighs> Turn that shit up, man. <laughs> and then <laughs> come the second half, get the ball at the start of the half. And this man, Julian Edelman, tired as he was. He was tired. He was tired. He was grinding. He fumbles. And right then and there, I knew the game was a wrap. It was just too much. and Because we couldn't get them off the field on, on, when we were on defense. Could not get them off the field. To save our lives, man. And <sighs> I'm going to be listening to this music all day long. That's all I can say. Just uh, super sickening. Pray for this man, Roy. Uh, but all right, let me ask you the question: Was this good Ravens or bad Pats? I think it was good Ravens. Oh, interesting. I, think, I mean, of course, there were bad times where like sure. we were bad, but that was good Ravens. Our offense looked probably the best it's looked all season. For sure. Not even that's not even cap. Like we would get to the line, hurry up, and our receivers were kind of just doing their thing. Brady yes. was Brady was on, was on it. He really yes. was. He had that. That dumb interception he threw to Earl Thomas. On a side note, I'm really sick of any Brady slander this year because, like, what's he working with? What is he working with? Yeah. Has he ever had like times where it's like, "Ooh, Brady's just really like, no, no, Brady's what? on it. Brady's Brady accurate. Was, He's was, on they it. put the offense in his hands yeah. on Sunday and said, "All and right, you're gonna just have to let you. This is why you're Hall of Fame goat quarterback. Like, we're gonna just spread them out. You're gonna dice apart, read the defense, make appropriate those appropriate uh, adjustments." But the, the and best, he did that. the best, my favorite part about that's all correct. My favorite part about all of that was that he would get up to the line. Uses hand signals, audible every single everything, play till like till there's one second left on the clock. He's changing protections, changing routes, the changing play, everything. He was just he was taking control. It's so beautiful to watch. It, it was really beautiful was. to watch. That's it why really like, was. Wait, I what was it? First take. I'm sick of first take. They, they came That's and asked him the question: Was it? Are you more concerned about the Patriots' defense or Tom Brady? And dudes were like Tom Brady. I'm like, all right, I, I'm turning this off now. All right, it was it was that's, terrible. That's fucking dumb. But um, yeah, yeah no, nah, but no, nah, I mean, it was it was good. Ravens, they they did what they needed to do and run the ball, take 
take the lead to begin the game. And that's that was the biggest thing for them. As soon as they got a big lead, which they did, and then they got the fumble um, return for a score, they just had to just keep running the ball, keep Brady on the sideline, and that's exactly what it is. If you're going to win this games against the Patriots, you, Brady needs to be on the sideline. That's, that's he was scary. on the sideline. Yeah, this man was sitting on the bench for 37 minutes. It was scary. Time possession was nuts. Nuts, nuts. Um, Unacceptable. I agree with you 100%. This was good, Ravens. And really what it comes to, comes down to is styles make fights, really. Um, this was our biggest weakness, stopping the run versus the best running team in the NFL. Um, and obviously some mistakes happened, like you said. And I think those mistakes made this into a blowout. This game probably shouldn't we shouldn't have lost by 17 if we were on it. No. But but it, it was closer than it, 17. It was closer than 17. Yeah. The penalties, all the neutral zone infractions. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, the first penalty that screwed us was Shalik Calhoun's yes. offsides in the beginning. There were some miscues on defense at the beginning of the game, some miscues on read option. Mm-hmm. Um the fumble Edmonds fumble were huge, but they also had two fumbles that got us back into the game when we were down yeah. 17 nothing. So that's not just like a mute play. Cyrus Jones owed, owed us a few though. Yeah, for facts. That's facts. That was the karma. So honestly, can't even say that was we deserve that. Yeah. Um, but like we talked about, we never really stopped them. They no. scored every single quarter. Time possession, like we just said, was 37. To 23 in yeah. favor, 37 minutes to 23 minutes in yeah. favor of the Ravens. And, but I just really think this was good Ravens. And I think especially good Ravens coaching. And it started really early. Um, we talked about coming into this game, what is this past defense going to do? Because we know they like to play all their, their linebackers. We know that they're not a really a big team. So we knew they're going to have to get big. And the Ravens knew that too. So they came out going horizontally, doing a lot of those, uh, reverses and sweeps to the outside to beat our big guys to the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about the Pats being vulnerable on the edge. I think we got a, we talked about this during the game. I think they got a little too – they were too aggressive um, sending blitzes. And I think they were still in that mindset from the first, what, eight weeks of the season where they weren't playing real competition. And they yeah. were just sending blitzes crazy. Um, we were just sending too many blitzes. I felt like too many bodies – in the middle, so that's the strong side. And we talked about in past weeks that one of our weaknesses when it came to the run was stopping it on the edge or, like, the weak yeah. side. Um, yeah, and sometimes with those blitzes, um, even there, there are such things as run blitzes too. But, there are. But we timed them badly because Very, yeah. we would run blitz to one side and they would run the other oh, way, yeah. and it's just one less guy to worry no about. No guys in pursuit. Yeah. Um, the speed option with Lamar was also huge in those plays. And they're running that speed option to the weak side. Yeah. And you have one guy, whether it's Simon Van Noy, who's like playing Lamar correctly. Like, all right, I'm playing you, yeah. Lamar. They like, did a decent job of like, are you there? Check, yeah. Check. Can but you that, catch him? No. X. Or if it was a speed option, it's pitched to to, uh, to Ingram, Ingram. Yeah. And you have guys blitzing around the other side of the formation. It's just like, boom, no one's there to make a tackle. Yeah. Seven, eight yards. Boom. Yeah, seriously. Um. It's, I mean, it was going to be a difficult – it was going to be so difficult yeah. to, to – to, you know, We just never could consistently stop on the ground. We talked about how big they were. They bullied us all day long hmm. when they weren't – once we figured that out, they just bullied us all day long up the middle. Um, and as a result, their pass game was so, so efficient. Yeah. They were in so many favorable downs, second and short, second and medium, third, third and short. When they, were, when they were in third and long, we stopped them. Yeah. But they were in third and short so often, and as a result, their pass game was efficient. They never needed any big plays. No. They didn't have any big passing plays. Lamar was 17 for 23 for 163. That's nothing. That's nothing. Nothing. But they were in these ideal passing plays. And again, this comes back to their coaching. They were ready for our man defense. You saw every time it was they threw the ball, it was man beaters, it was pick routes, yeah. rub routes, crossers, bunching routes where you saw guys just, take off and glide cross, and you see Gilmore running over the top and like trying to keep up, but like what is he supposed to do? That's just mismatches on our linebackers. It was yeah, all high day. tower was five for five, and they were five for five throwing against high tower in coverage. Um Yeah, that sounds about accurate. <laughs> so like I think it was just really good Ravens. Greg yeah. Roman, John Harbaugh, they out-coached Belichick, and they really just dominated us. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's sad because we did have our chances to come back and win. That's just like what's pissing me off the most is that I love the game plan of hurry up. 
Their mm-hmm. defense was the Ravens' defense was gassed. They have huge boys up front, huge. And if you saw in the second and third quarters, they were getting zero type of penetration on the defensive None. line. Th- this is a quote from Marlon Humphrey after the game. He said, I ain't going to lie. That no huddle was killing us. When we got to the sideline, we were like, yo, we have to do something. When they were doing that no huddle, they were almost unstoppable at one point. And it's facts. We facts. were unstoppable. And that was our game plan coming to this game. Speed, yeah. speed, 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 speed up tempo, spread them out, let yeah. Brady go to work. And exactly. That's exactly what happened. It's what happened. I, it's just so frustrating, man, because we are built for that. You know, we're conditioned for that, but it got the best of us in that third quarter. Facts. It really it did. It was too much. Like, I don't, I told, you know, I was watching the game with Mike and the play before Edelman fumbles, I'm looking at Edelman just looking for the sideline like he wants a break. Like he needs he needs one play off. He played but, every single play. He played every single play, but he just he because he had just caught a pass and he went out of bounds, got tackled. He's tired, it's exhausting. He looks at the sideline to like get a, a get a breather, but they obviously cannot because if he substitutes, they get no they one. substitute. Yeah. Next play, yeah. catches it. Fumbles. You literally uh, called it out right before it happened. Yeah, he, uh, he looked exhausted. That yeah. was an exhaustion fumble. It's really like he just was not. No, he it was it was he was he was tired. His body's wasn't done. Attention no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like mentally draining. You know, he's mentally drained at that mm. point. Um, sick, sickening, sickening. Do I need to play the music again? Maybe later. <laughs> no, <laughs> I agree. Spe- it was it was really good to see this offense get it going. Um, it was like we said earlier. It was probably one of the best performances from this offense all year. Yeah. Like we talked about, speed, speed, speed. They went spread to 11 personnel every single play of yeah. the game. Yeah. Um, I do think they weren't really prepared Excuse me, early for the Ravens blitzing because the Ravens were coming after us yeah. at the beginning of the game. I think Brady McDaniels did a really good job of slowing them down with some key screens, um, some quick passes to slow them down because um, the Ravens really came out just playing man coverage with like a free uh, robber guy, safety guy in the middle of the field to cut off all of Edelman's um, like middle routes, mm. which was really good by them. They were Triple really team them at times. Yeah, they were really prepared for this. Um, but they did a really good job of slowing them down. I was really surprised that James White didn't do more. And I think that was probably partially because he had to help out. The you know, O-line. Yeah, help out the O-line yeah. a lot. Um, same thing with Ben Watson. He was helping out a lot. Not that he really matters as a receiver. Um, I'm sick of him. But they didn't even, don't I'm even bother off. to establish a run. There was no point. No, no, there was no – I mean, once we were down 17-0, it was a wrap. We could not run the ball. Sonny Michelle barely played after the first drive. Facts. He only had – uh, four rushes. Sessions. Yeah. Four rushes for 18 yards. Like, yeah. he was – he after that first and second drive, he stopped playing because I'm so, – like, Sony, you're all right, but, like, I'm sorry, Rex and White and James are, like, better for the situation right now. Yeah. It's really that simple. Um, And I do think – at the end of the day, we probably could have scored more if it wasn't for – Penalties, turnovers, obviously. James Fatigue, White, like yeah, James about. White tripping on his teammate. yeah. So like, again, so many little things, man. Yeah, we scored only only twenty points, but we moved the ball at will for most of the game after that really first quarter when yeah. they were really legit at will. At like, will, we need a ten, we need five yards. We'll get five yards for sure. Um, simple. Do you have concerns with this offense as of my biggest concern? Like I. I to be honest, I'm not. I'm not too concerned. Like Marshall Newhouse, worst player on a team. Like I'm tired of him. I I want. I need. I need Isaiah Win more than I need to breathe at this point. Um, so he'll be back after our next game. Um, first Philly. Well, it's after Philly, so yeah. he he can play. He can play against the Cowboys the week after. But which we'll need. I love. I love the addition of Sanu. Sanu's been great. He mm-hmm. every time he just catches a ball, he's just turning up field and he's getting up there. It's just Simple. the ball's right in his hip and he's just going up. And I Simple. love it. He's very strong run. He's a strong runner. Um, biggest concern though, besides our left tackle situation, which we'll get figured out. And I hope this situation also gets figured out with the addition of Nikhil Harry, is our red zone efficiency. Mm. That is the biggest thing. You mm. look at every single game this season. We are not good at finishing in the red zone. And the mm-hmm. biggest takeaway is because without Gronk, you don't have that body that you can either, one, throw it up to, or two, demand double coverage, or, you know, kind of play away from that player. Everybody else, like the Edelman, Sanu, James White, Ben Watson, Burkhead, Philip Dorsett, you can man up on, in the red zone. It's a short field. Like, yeah. you can trust your, you know, the bat- the sidelines are, are your, are your friends. friends. So, on defense, I mean. Yeah. so. You're good, but once Nikhil comes back, 
I really hope he's that kind of receiver that can, you know, open up the field for the rest of the guys. Mm-hmm. Because if he's out there with Sanu and Edelman, someone's getting open. That's facts. That's someone's going to get open. That's facts. So, I, and that's been an issue all year, really the past two years, if we're being honest. Even with Gronk last year. With yeah. Gronk, yeah. We've had red zone issues these past two years. Yeah. Um, I'm also slightly – I'm concerned. We talked about this last week. Teams taking away Edelman. Um, Edelman had like a decent day. He only yeah. he had ten catches for eighty nine yards. That's not not that's not good enough. No, eighty nine yards is that, nothing. That show if you if I saw those stats, I would say we lost. Yeah, yeah. that's not Without enough production out of your number one no. receiver. That's it's not. not ten catches is nice. Obviously, ten catches is nice, but eighty nine. Give me yards one. Is not. Give me one forty, and I'm like, all right, we got the W. Yeah, yeah. And it's like we're seeing. Te- we talked about this last week. The Browns game, they double teamed him sometimes. I thought they should have done it more. Um, the Ravens, like we just talked about, they didn't. Strictly double team him all day. They trusted Marlon Humphreys to guard him, but what they did was they dropped their free defender and man into hot areas that Edelman likes to occupy, which is really smart because they can trust Marlon Humphreys. And yeah, Edelman had 10 kids, 89 yards, but that doesn't really do much. No, and none of them were like really big plays, big, big drive changing kind of plays. Exactly. Yeah. And that's another concern. How are we going to create big plays? Well, now with Nikhil, I hope it really opens up the field a little bit more. Hopefully. And he can create the big plays Hopefully. too. I'm hoping, of course I'm hoping, but he's going to be our biggest receiver. He's going to be our, you know, legit just, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say our best receiver. Obviously he's a rookie. He hasn't played a snap, but he's going to be our biggest guy. He's going to be a matchup, you know, mismatch for some DBs. And Hopefully. I mean, he's of not course. a big speed guy. He's just a big body guy. Yeah, he's a guy. big guy. So that doesn't always lend itself to to consistent big play threats. Yeah, you know I, I understand. I understand. So then, no, I, sorry, I don't know. I continue. continue. I also am like, is this a sustainable model for success? I think so. Our team, our, our offense. I think so. What I, we did this past weekend. Uh, I mean, this is kind of the pictures of the old where we um. Well, we had more talent when we did this. The spread up top. Oh, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I don't know. Our receiving backs are at all time great in terms of receiving. You know, I think like we have a we have two that are really really good, Rex and James, that's, and, that's and that, that need to be used more. Yeah, need to be. Yeah, Rex needs to catch the ball more. Um, so I think we can do this hurry up offense, but we're not going to do this every game. We're going. We want to run the ball. I know to our deep core, we want to run know. the ball. I just don't know if we can. I think we can. And especially against our upcoming these upcoming games, I don't know if it's in our best interest to either. I mean, the Eagles are susceptible on defense uh, all yeah, around. They honestly. are, but their run, they're getting better. The Eagles yeah. are getting better. Their front's getting healthier. Jernigan's back. Cox is getting healthier. They've had two solid games in a row now. Um, the Cowboys – the Cowboys are just not a good, well-coached team. No. And I don't th- – on paper, their front should be able to dominate ours, but because of their coaching, how aggressive they are, how predictable their defense is, again, I do think we'll be able to have success in them, but not running the ball. And I don't know if it's in our best interest to just run the ball up the gut on them. No. Um, Houston, again, the better they're better up front than they are on their secondary. Kansas City, and then Kansas City might be the game where it's like, all we right. We can run, yeah. So, and I mean, at the end of the day, I'm hoping that – by then, Isaiah's back in. Well, that, but also I'm hoping that each game we, we have the lead in which we can run. You know? Fair. And then we will Fair. actually be like, all right, well, we are winning by two touchdowns. Let's Fair. just keep running the ball, and we'll Fair. be successful that way, hopefully. And I, I, I think we're going to have to use, yes, Harry's coming back, but also Myers more because I think Edelman needs I think Edelman needs help more than Brady needs help. Yeah, no, honestly. I mean, Myers played one snap, but that was just part of the game plan. They knew that coming into the game, that like, they were, yeah, you are, like Myers, you are, if you come into the game, then something's wrong mm-hmm. type thing. Um, and, yeah, it, I don't know. It's just kind of sickening to, be, to think about. How concerned are you about the Patriots' defense? I'm not too concerned. Not too concerned. Our run defense looked a little kind of – suspect but but the ravens but the ravens no one else has the ravens offense no one else has the ravens big boy o-line no one else has the quarterback that can run like that i'm not worried if we play him again and we play him in foxborough god willing then you know it's gonna be a great game but Mm -hmm. i think we come out on top i think that i think the ravens stadium and the fans were crazy part of you know a huge factor I really do. I don't believe it. They were lit. They and- were, but I think once we neutralized them, it was fine. It's not like the crowd affects you on defense, really. 
Uh, maybe on snap counts and stuff. I don't know. On, on like that field goal and stuff. I don't know. You I never know. Really just know on this one. Um, I, I I think that I think our defense will be able. I mean, our our secondary was still doing their thing. You know, our for sure. And our linebackers were <clears throat> were a little bit annoying. Let's say in pass coverage. For but sure. I think if we just fix shore up that that run stopping, and we've been we've been so good honestly in run stopping in in certain situations in this year. Like we really have been. In certain situations, yeah. But I don't know. It, no other teams like the Ravens. No, and that's yeah. what I think it really comes. No other team is like this team. They yeah. have a huge O line. Um, it's our weakness. The running quarterback. Um, it's one. I think you look at the Panthers. We always struggle with the Panthers, and it's yeah. for similar reasons. Really. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's actually. Yeah, they're very similar. Yeah. Um, I will say I don't know if Bill showed everything. You oh, know what I'm. He I, stays not showing things. I don't. I don't think he really did anything special on defense to try and take away anything. Yeah. All he really did was, all right, we're not going to play our usual two down linemen, four or five linebackers. He came out, played bigger. He played bigger yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he necessarily changed anything in our defense yeah. to try and stop the Ravens, which I'm not saying – I'm not saying like faulting him for that. I'm saying that might be like on purpose. Yeah. Because – I think going forward, he now knows what to expect out of them because I don't know what more this Ravens offense can do. Not Nothing too different. Exactly. Yeah, so now different. I think he has a whole game of film on them. So if we see them again, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw them go to more bare fronts to try and, uh, and have more people res- uh, responsible for gaps because you know we like to like two-gap and have guys just like play their man and try and shut guys instead of being responsible for just one gap yeah. instead. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he went to more of a bare front um, and that it'll allow. And I, would, I honestly would not be surprised if Hightower played a little less if we were to play them again. And he just, needs to play more on the edge and less and the linebacker spot. You understand what I'm saying? He needs to be of, more of a pass rusher and less of a yes, pass defender. Yes, he could be that guy on the like the edge defender on the bare front. Okay, yeah, yeah, I hear yeah, what you're yeah. He needs to not be in coverage so much and yes. be more in the run-stopping game. Yes, yeah. okay, that's a good that's a, that's a good point. Or pass yes. rushing. And like yes. that's his specialty. He's a great pass. He's a good pass rusher. Yes, like, I agree with you. Yeah. And, oh, that's a good point. But and but Jawan looked like Jawan Bentley looked like he was missing his gaps yeah, at times. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you saw like Jamie and Van Noy be like the more traditional linebackers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who could cover guys better and have more speed? And yeah, I, I yeah. Yeah, and I need I just need like a Landon a Roberts played a lot, and so did Jawan Bentley, and they just. They just didn't seem like they were ready for the moment, in my opinion. They just mm. seemed out of place at times, and when they were rushing down to you know stop the run, they just see, they were just getting washed. I don't know. It wasn't a great game for our linebackers all around. It, it wasn't even even Collins. He forced that fumble, which was super clutch, but just wasn't a great game for them. Yeah, he had some frustrating miscues at the beginning of the game, especially on a read option that really pissed me off. Oh, the touchdown was it the touchdown? Yeah. Okay, that really pissed me off. It's just tough. It's just it's it's tough. There's a lot going on, especially when you're in that position. There's a lot going on right in front of you, and it's really hard for sure to to, to react quick enough. All right, I think we got all our therapy yeah. needs off our chest. Uh, let's talk more about the Ravens a little bit. Um, I want to talk about some of the pretenders and contenders in the NFL right now, as we just finished Week Nine. Uh, seven weeks left. I guess eleven weeks left. Because we're entering ten week week ten right now. Yeah. Uh, so we're just gonna we're just just talk about some of the pretenders and contenders in the league, starting with the Ravens. Obviously, do you think they're a pretender, a contender? Are we? Let's define these first. Contender means could you go to the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. Um. No, they're a contender. Oh, okay. They're a contender. Look at you. I'm really surprised by your answers today. What do you, bro? I I mean, I think that they're the second best team in the AFC. I don't think that's even. I don't think that's that uh, crazy. It's not that crazy. I don't think that. I think the Chiefs right off, now. Yes. I, I think the Chiefs' offense is obviously great. Um, with Mah- I'm thinking just if Mahomes is playing, obviously. Yeah, but their defense is so. I mean, it's improving. Yeah, sure. We'll talk about that. In a sure, it's improving. I mean, Chris Jones is a great defensive player, and he played unreal this the past game. But mm-hmm. they, they're just susceptible. They really are. It's a pass happy league, and they will get thrown on. And as long as you guard Chris Jones and and uh, D Ford, 
you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. All right, back to the Ravens. Uh, Ravens contenders. Um, just because they separate themselves from you know being able to run the ball, um, and being able to stop the run as well. That's how they separate themselves. Lamar is a mismatch no matter who's trying to catch him. Um, but uh, I mean they're they're contenders. That's I mean that's really all I can say. Okay. They they showed it. They showed it this past week. What's your biggest concern with them? Um, my biggest concern with them is can Lamar? I mean, Lamar's been good throwing the ball, but like, has he really like really brought like won a game? He won a game throwing all the game. Not, I mean, besides the two opening blowouts. Yeah, I don't, don't count. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's fifty nine nothing against the Dolphins. Like, no, nah, that doesn't matter. What is his? What do you? Where do you think he sits in like MVP rankings? Um, I would definitely. I I still think Russell and and Christian McCaffrey are oh, definitely okay. ahead of him. What about Rogers? No way. What? He's not ahead of him. Uh, uh, actually, he might be ahead of him. Come on. Let's not be He trying. might be. Uh, come on. Might be. How many MVP games has Lamar had? A One? few. No, a couple. One. First, we, we counts. Count it those. counts, though. It counts. He had five touchdowns. It counts. All right, whatever. I don't count. Aaron Rodgers had one one game. Oh, One MVP right. game. Let's calm down. One please. MVP game. Oh, my God. Russell's had, like, five. Yeah, I know. Russell, uh, Russell is firmly in first place. Firmly. Firmly. He, he, like, firmly grasp it. He's in first place. <laughs> he's in firmly first. grasp it. He's in first. Um, Yeah, I think... Do you think they're pretenders or contenders? They're definitely contenders. Um, They have one of the better coaching staffs in the league. They're a really tough team. A really big team. They have difference makers on both sides of the ball. Their O-line as a unit is a difference maker. Yes. Lamar is a different maker. Difference maker. Uh, Marlon Humphreys is a difference maker in that secondary. He's one of the better uh, cornerbacks in the cover guys in this league. Um, and I think they're getting back to their formula. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about how they were kind of getting too lost in the sauce, uh, specifically against the Chiefs, uh, the Browns. They were getting a little too pass happy and forgetting who they were at their core. Mm-hmm. And we saw them just 100% get back to who they are, get back to their identity um, this weekend versus the Pats. Um I think my concern would just be the overall um, lack of special people on their defense. Okay, um, yeah. Like difference makers, kind of. Difference makers, yeah. yeah. I had mentioned Marlon Humphrey. He's a difference maker, but I would not say he's a Gilmore. He's not a Ramsey. He can be beaten. He is a difference maker, but he's not the top, top is the top tier of yeah. lockdown guy. So – he can't be the only one. Um, and so I do think there are offenses that can move the ball. We just saw what the Pats did. I think there are much better offenses in the Pats who can and will move the ball on them. And if they're forced to get into a shootout, I don't know if they can win like that. Yeah. Um, I agree. Lamar is an MVP. Uh, I mean, I'm 100% putting Russell above him. I'm 100% putting Aaron Rodgers over him. I'm 100% putting Christian McCaffrey over him, and I'm 80% putting Watson over him. Yeah, too, I, I agree with that. So I, I would say he's probably fifth right now. Yeah, I think Watson's been absolutely incredible. Yeah, but he, he, although Aaron Rodgers has had oh only one good game. Oh my. It's only one MVP-type game. What are we talking about? Um, Let me pull up his game log. He had a really good game versus the Eagles, even though they lost at the end. It wasn't his fault. Um, versus the Cowboys, just – an incredible game versus the Cowboys, and the stats aren't going to show it, but he was making incredible games versus the Cowboys. The Lions come, took over that fourth quarter Do with we have Lizard. To talk about that again? With Lizard. The refs helped it. I don't – I Do understand that. that. I don't deny that. But that doesn't take away the we fact We don't need that, to talk about Aaron Rodgers right yes, now. Yes, we do because right, you're let's hating. Talk about, let's talk about him last week. Oakland let's torched about, them. Kansas City, Kansas City played really good that game. Let's, let's talk about him last game. We will in a second when we get to the Packers. Actually, let's do it right now. Are the Packers pretenders or contenders? Can they make the Super Bowl? <sighs> yeah, they're contenders. They can make really? the Super Bowl. They can make it. They ain't going to win it, but they can make it. Okay. I think the defense is good enough that they can make it. I think Aaron Rodgers obviously is good enough. And now with Devontae Adams coming back, that's obviously a huge boost. They just got to continue to stay healthy. They run the ball. They show you that they can do that. Um, it's just... And if if Adams gets locked, then then what you know? Then then can they sustain the, can they yeah. sustain drives? And I think that's not their only problem. I think they're a pretender. Really? Not because of Rogers, obviously. Oh, why? Rogers is because of their defense. I think we're overcompensating. I said this last week. I think we are overcompensating for how 
that defense played at the beginning of the season. I don't. I think that defense has been thoroughly exposed. Last week, last week I think that their offensive line got more exposed. Oh, fact. But that's, that's a their great defense. Front. Yeah, yeah, great front. Yeah, defense wasn't bad last game. For no, sure. no, but their offense was terrible. 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 Their got killed. 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 Oh my god. Killed. Every play it seemed Ingram like Rogers was, was getting hit. absolutely demolishing Brian Blog, who's a really good tackle. Yeah, and Joey Bosa was just doing. Sorry, that's thing. what I meant. Bosa was demolishing. Uh, yeah, Brian I mean, yeah, but Ingram was also forcing it as well. Ingram, yeah, yeah. And I will say the Chargers have low key switched up their defense a little bit, which I'm happy. to see because we saw last year in the playoffs and throughout a little bit zone, this year. Zone, zone. Cover three and that's it, really. Yeah. But they're starting to switch up their defense a little bit. Um, specifically, they they put Ingram and Bosa on the same side a lot of it, a lot of times, and then made it put some other guys on the other side and made it so you couldn't double team either one of them, which is yeah. kind of smart. Yeah. Played a little bit more man and trusted their, uh, their, their front seven to just make plays and get after the quarterback, which is 100% what they did. They really just fucking whooped their ass yeah um but the reason why i think they're a contender i just don't you mean a pretender yes a pretender sorry their their interior defense is just really just not good and it's just really just fucking over the rest of their defense yeah. and it's been thoroughly exposed i don't know how they fix it um because they just don't have the bodies up there the smith brothers are obviously amazing but they can only do so much yeah um and teams are just Really starting to run the ball on them. I do love their secondary. Love's a strong word. I do really like their secondary. No, I like them too. Yeah, Alexander's. They, they really are good. missing a good linebacker, though. Yeah. They really are missing a, a great good, linebacker. Uh, D tackle. I mean, they have some decent D tackles. Kenny, Kenny Clark's good, and I mean, they also have um, who do they have right here? They have uh, what's his name? That white guy. Dean Lowry. Uh, yeah, Lowry. He's not bad either. He's not he, bad. he holds his own, but I mean, but they're just starting to get gashed. Yeah, I mean they're big boys and they get tired. I'm sure. So and they just don't. They don't have anyone else to help them out. Yeah, and no, rotate they don't. In, and it's just really. It is a big drop off once they come off the field. And it's really starting to affect the whole the rest of their defense. You look at the other teams in the NFC: the Niners, the Saints, yeah. the Seahawks. They all have big, big D tackles, and they all yeah. can run the ball really, really well. And that's just going to be a really bad mismatch for them for the rest of the literally yeah. NFC teams. Yeah. Um. So I'm their pretender, unfortunately. I'd like to say they're a contender, but I don't. I just it's slow. I'm sorry. Um. The Chiefs. We talked about the little, a little bit. You still there? I just want to throw them in just because they struggled a little bit. Um, Do you think they're a contender? I still? think they're a pretender. Oh. I, I don't think they can make the Super Bowl. Jeez, why? I don't think they can. I think that their defense is just not good enough. It's not as much as good as Mahomes is. Is their offense good enough to compensate for that? I mean, their offense can score forty on any given day. So I mean, I guess so. Yeah. But uh, I don't think they, I just don't think they could beat us, and I don't think they could beat the Ravens if it ever came down to it. They already beat the Ravens. I don't think they can do it again, though. I oh, think the Ravens right. have a new style of offense where it's just it's going to be different. Their run defense is. If they gashed us like that, they're gonna gash the rate the that's Chiefs facts, like that's that. Facts, that's facts. So I mean, and they're all. I don't know. It's gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see. It really is because the Chiefs' offense will score on the Ravens for sure. It's just who can make more stops, and yeah. I think that the Ravens could make more stops for sure. I'm. I do think the Chiefs are still a contender. Like I said earlier, excuse me. Um, that defense is improving. Um, since that since the Broncos game, we've seen them be just a lot more aggressive and just been like, fuck it, like we're coming after you guys. We're either gonna blitz and we're gonna stop the run. And if you score, oh well, whatever. Office is back on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, um even yesterday versus the Vikings, they held Dalvin Cook 20, 21 carries, 71 yards, 3.4 yards per carry. They were really good versus yeah, the but- Vikings. Now, We'll Mind you, it was really windy. Mind you, very windy. Yeah, and it for was, sure. It was obviously having some trouble throwing the ball all around. For sure, field, for so. sure, for sure. I understand that. Yeah. Um, but they still have been improved, which is all they really need. Even first the Packers, if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, the 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 Chiefs might have won that game. Um, yeah. And I do think the offense is evolving without Mahomes. You see them be a little bit less of their same gimmicky offense, more runs, more play action, more match protect, more shots downfield, more easy passes, which mm-hmm. help Mahomes. Um, and Charverius Ward, 
He's their uh, one of he's probably their best cornerback right now. And keep an eye out for him because he's been playing really, really well recently, and he had a really, really good game for Stephon Diggs yesterday. Um, Loki on lock, locked him, locked him. Locked I him. think his stats were like one catch for four yards. Yes, Diggs, but in total, I think his like receiving stats yesterday when they were targeting him was like two for five or something like that with like twenty or thirty yards or something. Um, That's crazy. He was locking dudes, and he's been yeah. playing really well in recent weeks. So if they can really start figuring this out, I think their defense will be good enough, and we know what that offense is that I I think they're still. A contender in my book, but I think that I think that rounds out the contenders for the AFC. You know, I don't think there's another team in the AFC. Yeah, that the can only make other the team that's not too about the Texans, and they're a pretender to me. Jeez. At the end of the day, they're not making the Super Bowl, dude. At the end of the day, I hear you. Their defense is not that great. I hear you. Not that great. I mean, they lost JJ Watt, their best player. Def- it's huge. obviously that goes without saying. And their offense is nice and everything, but I mean. Time and time again with a Bill O'Brien coach team, they make the playoffs, but they don't make any noise in the playoffs. Let's no, be honest. I don't think he's they could coach. the Colts could lose could beat them. You know, like a lot of teams can beat them For just sure. on any day. Um, so no, they're just they're pretenders to me. They're not they're not making this. There's no chance they're making the Super Bowl. None. Um, no, I agree with you 100. They're pretenders. Um, JJ Watt injury is huge. There was a stat. Um, prior to his injury, he had like 52 pressures in the second. The the second place guy on their team was um their linebacker McKinney McKinley yeah who was second who was like half of his pressures with like twenty four I think it was yeah so and that's, that's a huge loss that's a huge stat too pressures are huge. obviously yeah, so important huge. yeah and um, they're missing out and especially when you have a sorry secondary like that it's not you you need pressure like that yeah of um, course so I don't Will Fuller's inconsistent and always hurt um like we just talked about with Bill O'Brien that he doesn't put any fear into my soul no. or make me not really sleep at night so I think they're pretenders. Um, we talked about the Packers already. Um, the Vikings. Vikings are contenders. Really? I think the I think the NFC is more wide open, way more wide open. Really? Yeah, way very much so um, than the AFC. I think there's a, oh, wow. a handful of teams that can make the Super Bowl in the NFC. I think they're I think they're contenders. I mean, they have arguably the best roster in the league. We say it time and yeah. time again. Kirk Cousins, if he just plays the way he's been playing, he played fine the other day. He really did. I mean, like I said, it was windy. He had, he only had fifty percent completion percentage, but mm-hmm. he still had three touchdowns and he played decent. Um, he played decent. He I played think, good enough for them to win. But I think he could have played better and he could have won them that game. Yeah, he could have. Which is really just the issue with Kirk Cousins. It's just does he elevate your team to help them win? Yeah, like like even more so. Like yes. when it's needed most, yes. can you come? Can he come through? But like it's tied 23-23, and they go three and out, losing yards on that drive at the end of the game. Yeah, punt, shank, punt that gives the Chiefs good field position. Good field position, yeah. and we know how that movie ended. Yeah, but no, I think they're contenders. I think that they're just you know they're well coached, have a great defense, they can run the ball, and that's just that travels. So it does travel. That's a formula for winning yeah. playoffs. But games. the big, my biggest concern with them, although they have crazy names in this in this part of their team, but their secondary is crazy chips. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier Rhodes is so bad, dude. It doesn't make any sense. Rhodes Xavier Rhodes is so bad. Rhodes, Rhodes have open. been open, yeah, dude. No construction over here, bro. Rhodes have been open. He was first team all pro a couple years ago, and now he's like first team all trash. And it's yeah, just... first team all go <laughs> home. <laughs> I just don't. What do you, do you think? I know this is your team. It is my team. I just don't. Like, is... Do you think they could get to the Super Bowl? No. No, I just I'm not a I'm not a Kirk Cousins defender. Yeah, I mean I guess I kind of am the way I talk about him, but I just think he just gets shit on way too much. I just don't think he's as bad as people say he is. He no. has a really good arm, great arm. Um, he's he's smart ish. No, he's a great arm. He's not dumb, but he just does. I just don't. Watching him, he just does things sometimes. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and no. prime example is. Third and whatever, six or whatever, like first half, he's running to get the first down and slides like three yards short of the first down instead of diving forward. It's just like, what are you doing, Kirk Cousins? Yeah, that was that was embarrassing. That was like, go get the – and that's not even like game on the line type of play. No, but arguably, you know, that could have cost the game. 
and the long. Oh, it was too early to say that. I know, but that they would have created a bigger. They, I'm pretty sure they had a, the lead at this point. They, they were have. driving, and it would have exactly. just been clutch for them yeah, yeah, to get for that. Sure. that. I game said was, they have to punt the ball. Like, that game was too close. Every play matters. Yeah, every play matters exactly. When you when you went on a kick on a game winning field, field goal, goal like time that, every every, every little bad thing you did throughout the game where, where you could have got a, another first down matters and he just does things it's just like kirk bro can yeah. you just please yeah, like get your head out the gutter oh yeah. seriously and, that's that's when as a quarterback you need to know down and distance and as you need an to nfl know, player yeah you need to know exactly where the sticks are every single it's play it's just oh my god and it's just like you said that secondary um they're just not what they need to be and I've talked about – I think – I have we have talked in the past about how Zimmer can get a little predictable on defense. I don't think I don't think that was the case this past weekend. They played pretty well. Um, they could have made a few more plays. It's just, just something about this Vikings team. You can't point to any particular weakness, like you said. No. Um, their O-line is solid. We know what Dalvin Cook is. We know what Thielen and Diggs are. I will say if Thielen's not healthy – then they're it's really, gonna be an issue, yeah. Then, it's, then they're I was, really not. A I was defender. banking on him being healthy come for sure. Playoff time. But it is a hamstring injury, and we know how those things go. Facts. Um. So then that so that really is it for we we assume Niners Saints. Oh, last team Seahawks. I'm sorry, I missed that Seahawks. <sighs> pretender, or contender, a pretender or contender. It's so hard to say. It really is. I, think I was thinking about it. Like Saints, Saints are contenders for sure. Niners, are Niners contenders. are contenders. Packers. You think they are? Yeah, I Packers don't. are contenders. Vikings are contenders. I don't, I don't think the Cowboys are. No way. And, but the thing about the Seahawks is, they have that guy. They have that guy. You know, they have that guy, and I love Russell Wilson. And. If one player can like just you know take over and get you there, you know it's your quarterback, but it's him. It's no, it's him. And <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard for me to say. Like, can I really sit here and say that they're pretenders when they're really just kind of doing what they got to do every week? And now they have Josh Gordon to go along with Tyler Lockett and and DK Metcalf, who's been looking better and better each week. Um, you don't get credit for coaching the Tampa Bay I don't know. I don't know. I I, it's so hard to say. I think they're pretenders. Um, I said this in weeks past. I don't trust their receiving core. I think Lockett's a good speed guy. I don't think he really instills fear in me. He's not really a, a precise route runner. Then why is he even killing every single game? Because they haven't necessarily played great defenses. But at every game he kills. Okay. But every like, single game. It's like – I'm I'm gonna look at stats, but yeah, it's it's, it's pull, an, pull up his game log. It's okay. annoying because it doesn't make sense to me. You I know? It makes perfect sense for me. I think Russell, their offense is very uncreative, very predictable, and I think Russell Wilson, like you just talked about, is that guy, and he can extend plays and make amazing throws. It's not how often do you see Tyler Rocker just killing dudes? It's like shit. Okay, Tyler Rocker. No, it's more Russell Wilson extending plays, making plays, making great throws with his arm, and then delivering some great passes to Tyler Lockett, whether it's in the back of the end zone. Versus the Rams, was it? Um, I mean, it seems like he's in the end zone every game. Sure. I think I put more of that on Russell Wilson. Same thing with DK Metcalf. I mean, yeah, that's fair. But now that they've jo- – and Josh, and Josh Gordon, Gordon can be their third receiver now. All right? Now he's in that he's role. In the, they, have, they have a bunch of – they have three number two receivers. Yeah, and that's great at that this point. Great. That's great. That is great, but none of them really put fear in me. And, it's, and you combine that with that offense, which is not creative, very predictable – I think that can cause trouble for them, especially when they go against some of these better teams, the Niners, the Saints with better D-lines and with better secondaries who can stick with them and contain Russell Wilson in the pocket. Um, I think that'll be a problem for them. And then their defense is just turnstiles, just turnstiles. Yeah. I, just, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know what's good with their defense either. They have no one in their secondary, absolutely no one. No one. <sighs> their front seven has been massively underperforming. We thought well, after that Clowney trade, we talked about them as being one of, if not one of the best front sevens in the NFL. And yeah. they played like one of the worst. Yeah, and it's I thought I thought um Ziggy Ansa um was gonna have a better season. Yeah. But he just isn't. And it's, their defense just isn't as isn't what I kinda thought it it's was. It's not. No. But I don't know. I, I I think they're pretenders when I really think about yeah. it. I just don't think that they can actually I don't think they. If it came down to if it, I they would trust their defense more than yeah. Because then it's like, all right, your offense isn't that great, but you have great, you have some good talent, and you have Russell Wilson, an MVP, yeah, the MVP right now as we speak. 
So then that'd be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That'd, that'd be fine. But with that defense, I can't. Yeah, no, I, I, can't, I can't see. They're not the, obviously the same defense as the Legion of Boom. Their linebackers are obviously strong. Um, they have good edge rushers, but it's just not, it's not adding up the way I thought it would. It's I mean, they almost lost up. to the Bucks. Like, legitimately, yeah. What's the torch? Yeah, them? no, they are torch they them. are pretenders, but you can't ever count Russell Wilson out. Cannot, yeah, you just can't count them out. No, and here's Tyler Lockett's stats this season. He has 59 catches. How many games is that? Nine. Okay, which is already a career high. Okay, beat last year's 57. Well, he's also see, but here's the thing: you can say it's a career high, but it's also going with Russell Wilson's career year. Where he's just have the keys to the offense really. I mean, is this really a career year for him? Oh, it is. Russell Wilson, yeah, it's one. Of, it's it's his best year. Yeah, it best is. year, obviously of date. But like, is are we surprised? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. okay. It's just it's just fact. It's a okay, year okay, okay. Seven sixty seven yards. Um, and how many games? Eight games. You said nine, nine, and okay. six touchdowns. Like no, he's yeah, he's balling. He's balling. Like straight up, he's balling. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had ten touchdowns last year, which in itself is kind of crazy, but. He's he's balling and he's and he's been showing up and showing out and he's I mean he shouldn't be doing as good as he is because he's obviously he's tiny but he just does what he does and he gets the ball and he fucking scores every time so that's facts. he's a killer if you have him on fantasy you're you're living well probably that's facts I mean Russell uh, yeah well Russell Wilson that guy he just got paid so he's, yeah he's playing like the money he's earned yeah it's unlike some other people in the league facts. so but uh we have to earn some money real real quick too so let's listen to an ad real quick. And welcome back to Say Less. Huh. We're going to do a new edition of Wow! And Ow. I'll, I'll, I'll lead it off. Um, my Wow! of the week goes to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, the Raiders are slowly becoming my second favorite team. Um, once the Vikings fall off and lose this year and something crazy goes down this offseason, the Raiders probably will be my second team. But the Raiders, um, they're slowly becoming a really, really great team. Um, I think as early as next year, we could be talking about them as Super Bowl contenders. Uh, they're 4-4, coming off of a good 31-24 win versus the Detroit Lions. Derek Carr, 20-31, efficient, 289 yards, two touchdowns. Wow! Josh Jacobs, 28 carries for 124.3 yards per carry, two touchdowns. Wow! wow. And just an amazing offensive win for this team. You know, their secondary is garbage, um, but it came down to a final defensive stop, which I think um, John Gruden deserves credit for calling a timeout on that last play. Their mm. defense is really young. They were looking all out of sorts. Yeah. Um, the Lions were getting ready to score on a, on the hurry, uh, hurry up offense in so like ten seconds left or something, whatever. Um, but a good timeout from John Gruden. He's one of the better play callers and offensive offensive minds in the NFL, and they've been proving it all year long. It's also been helping my fantasy team, mm. nonetheless. But Raiders, they get my wow of the week. Well deserved. Well deserved. The Raiders are fun to watch. Fun to, fun watch. to watch. I love the Raiders. My wow. <laughs> of the week is Brandon Allen. Ooh. I just think he stepped up into you know into a tough situation, uh, first first start of his career, um, of his young career, and he played really well. He didn't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. He just kind of took care of the ball, made the right throws. Mm-hmm. Um, he got helped out with you know sorry tackling of the of the Browns. Sorry, um, team sorry team. Yeah, it's, I mean he faced a, um, a good good team to face for your first first uh, yeah. NFL game, but he did a solid job. He was twelve. For twenty, which is nothing crazy, but one ninety three and two touchdowns. He had a big touchdown to uh, Noah Fant, one twenty five point six rating. I mean, that's that, pretty solid for a first is. first win. Um, you know, they won twenty four nineteen. Their defense played well too to help them out. I just feel like when new quarterbacks come and a new young quarterback plays, for it sure. kind of rallies the rest of the team for around sure. them, and they the rest of the team wants to play better for him. And um, he did a good job. He looked good throwing the ball. So. I think he was my wow. I, sure. I, I thought they were going to get smoked. I think Colton Sutton also deserves a wow because that, that catch. catch was wow. That catch was straight. He was floating. You, if you got watch it, if you, Yeah, if you watch that, he was actually floating for like five yards and just mossed Denzel Ward. But um, what about Ob- 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 Odell? What do we? What's what? What's good with him, yeah. man? I don't know. He. I feel for him because he was open on a lot of plays. And this man, Baker, and yeah, Baker was just not looking his way. Like the last play of the game was fourth down and five or whatever it was. And he threw it to Jarvis Landry, double coverage. Odell beat Chris Harris one-on-one. And he would have scored a touchdown if it was a good throwing ball. Sick, and it's really an L because they would have won the game. Um, 
And, you know, I picked the Browns to win the division and I'm just looking stupid and the Browns are looking stupid. And I, to be honest, I still am, I'm still like I'm not totally giving up on Freddie Kitchens. It's not just him. You know, these okay. players are just not executing. They're For not sure. executing. And Baker's not Baker is not playing like a first overall pick. Not at all. That. Not at all. Not at all. At all. And I can't put it all on the coach. I see open guys. If Facts. I see open guys, Facts. then I, I can't put it on the coach. Facts. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. My ow of the week goes to Gardner Minshew. Um, I like to preface these comments. I think Gardner Minshew is a pretty solid, decent uh, quarterback. He's a pretty good arm, can extend plays, um, accurate. Um, I do think he he's making some rookie mistakes. He, he, he gets stuck on a read too much. He favors DJ Chark too much, doesn't – doesn't read defenses all that great, but I think he has some 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 starter capabilities. For sure, he has good moxie, and he yeah, like good moxie. Yeah. The team likes his personality; they follow him. He's yeah. a good quarterback. This was great experience, one way or another. For sure, yeah. But he gets my ow of the week: twenty-seven for forty-seven, not efficient, three hundred nine yards, sure, but two interceptions. I think he had four turnovers on like the last like five drives or something, and it really hurts him now because. There was some conversation like, oh, should they keep Gardner Minshew when Nick Foles is healthy? No, just it's Nick Foles is coming back. Yeah, it's, they scored three points. Yeah, they should have scored a lot more than three. Yeah, so it's an eye on many levels. The game and just your starting position for the rest of the year. So Gardner yeah. Minshew. See your way to the bench. Ow. Yeah, sickening. It, it's sad because I, I really kind of – I enjoy watching him. I enjoy watching him. He's, he's, a, he's a, a fan favorite. He's, he's a, a fan favorite. He's a good quarterback. He's a fan favorite of the NFL and like – Ah, it's just kind of sickening. Ah, my ow of the week was really an ow. My, I, I'm hurt right now. Jesus. Jacoby Brissett. Uh, well, free the guy. Free, free the, the guy. He hurt his ankle and his knee on the same play. It was only an MCL sprain. He was, you know, on the sideline the rest of the game, still in uniform. He just wasn't able to finish the game. Um, ended four for five with 59 yards. Legit, barely played. Um, Brian Hoyer came in, did a half-decent job. Three touchdowns, you know, 168 yards. You know, he, he held his own, but mm. the biggest mistake he had was staring down Jack Doyle up the seam. Minka Fitzpatrick had like a 90-yard interception return for a mm-hmm. touchdown, and that was really the, the, the change in the game. They mm-hmm. lost by two eventually. Um, that was a big loss. Too. They they would not – yeah, big, big loss. The, this, the Colts would not have lost if, if Jacoby was playing, mm-hmm. and that's just an L. Like the Texans won. They had to kind of keep up pace with that, and they just took a, an L that they should not have taken. And it's mm-hmm. I think it's only going to motivate them to play better from here on out because they know mm-hmm. that every game is kind of a must win with the Texans playing it the way they are. Um, but no T.Y. to begin. That hurts too. Huge. Yeah, no I T.Y. I think that offense really misses T.Y. when he's not in the field because they just don't have any other pass catchers that really scare you. No, nothing all. that scares you, but they do have guys who can run Solid, and yeah. guys who can catch. Yeah, and for sure. They have good tight ends. But T.Y. is a difference maker. He is, of course. Just, every offense needs a difference maker. Yeah, he's a real number one receiver, and they just have a bunch of number threes after that, except they have two, they have two really solid tight ends that solid could start ends, on any yeah. team. So. Um, that's my hour of the week. I hope he feels better. It seems like he'll be playing next MCL's week. But... Playing, so he could play next week. I think yeah. at most he misses one game. Yeah, at most he'll miss one game. It's still up in the air for next week, but hopefully um, he, he'll be all right. For sure. So, all right, let's move on to our draft. Today we're going to be drafting our list of coaches on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you know, to determine who goes first, we ask a trivia question from the office. So my question for you, Roy Joseph, Roy Joseph, RJ, um, Jesus. Halloween just passed. Yep. So we're second to the office. When Pam was living in New York, what, working for Dunder Mifflin, New York, what did she dress up as for Halloween? When Pam was living in New York. Dun, dun, dun. Do, 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 do. I don't know. Do, 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 I legit can't do, remember. Do, 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 do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't remember. All right. She was Charlie Chapman. Remember, she uh, took her hat off. She couldn't even take her hat yeah. off because then she looked like Hitler. Yeah. She had no mustache. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I will be going first uh, in our that's 2019 hilarious. Week 10 draft of coaches on the hot seat. My number one pick is uh, – What's his first name? Dan Quinn yep. from the Atlanta Falcons. He should have been gone already, honestly. This man claims to be a, quote, defensive coach. But the Falcons have had one of the worst defenses in the league. Even when they went to the Super Bowl, they were like the 26th ranked defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a predictable defense. Uh, granted, they've had a lot of injuries. 
But this is just a team that has wildly underperformed since they've been to the Super Bowl. He's got to go. They have too much money spent on some of They have too many dogs, too much money spent. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, some other dudes in that defense. He's got to go. Yeah. He's number one on my He, he needs to be a, just a straight defensive coordinator. Simple. My number one coach is Adam Gase. Jeez, one year. He one has and a, done. Out, 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 Bro, I thought this team was good. If you revert back to our, our Say Less podcast at the beginning of the season, I said that the Jets could sneaky be a, a, a playoff team. Um, You know, they could be a wild card yes, playoff did. team. But – uh, they have not performed. The defense have had injuries here and there all season. Um, you know, Sam Darnold had mono, but Adam Gase is an offensive mind, and he usually like he he coached the Dolphins like past couple of years, and they would score points. Mm-hmm. This Jets team can't even put together drives. And he's Le'Veon Bell is on your team. He's doing nothing to help out Sam Darnold. Nothing, either. nothing. Jameson Crowder needs to be more involved in this offense. That's he how they become successful. Week. But yeah, but they just need to continue to feed him. I mean, losing Quincy Anuma is a is kind of a big loss too, but. Sure. It's it's been embarrassing, <laughs> point blank period. It's been embarrassing. It seems like he just he's a weird coach. He's just like a weird guy. You look yeah, at him, it's like, what's go with you? Do you care about this? <laughs> like, I just don't know what his deal is. O-D. He definitely looks like he, he he definitely seems like a coach who thinks he's better than he actually is. Yeah. Um, and I just I just the way he just does not help out Donald enough mm. in that office because they do have some talent. Um, but it's just looking slow for him. I don't know if they fire him after one year. Because he has not been the biggest problem. No. He's among one of their main issues this year. But I do think um, they don't have enough talent. They're still switching things up from their from their, from their their old GM. They just hired a new GM this year. So yeah. they're still definitely trying to figure some it things out. out. But, but they, they have good players. I don't know they what they're really trying to get rid of. Like, why are you trying to trade Jamal Adams? Because yeah. you didn't draft him? Yeah. What, you were going to draft a better player? Yeah. I'm confused. It doesn't make sense to me. He's a Hall of Famer, as you would say. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense, though. <laughs> he he probably will be. Um, My, what is it, second pick? My second pick is Jason Garrett. Jesus. I think he, he's been had to go. And just watching that Dallas Cowboys game last night versus, versus the Giants, you can just see how poorly coached they are. Defensively, um... They're, they have so much talent, but they just don't do enough. They, they're too predictable. They play their same basic coverages, man or cover three. Um, you saw the Giants move the ball on them. Um, offensively, I said this to you yesterday, I just think they, they're too cute sometimes. I, like They just do all these, these reverses, these sweeps, these gimmicks. I'm like, bro, Zeke is running for legit 50 yards per carry. Why are you doing anything else? Do that until they stop you. Short passes were working. They just yeah. all these deep bombs. They connect yeah. on legit none of them. Well, I guess they got some of them. Yeah, eventually. But yeah. for a while, they're just not, not connecting any of these deep passes. I just take what the defenses give you. Um, they're not a disciplined team. You saw all the fights breaking out yesterday. Yeah. Special teams giving up a million long runs. I'll kept, like what in the world's going on? Yeah, no, they he, they forever bad. been a poorly coached team. They have all the talent in the world. Like what is the weakness with the team? You can't really say they have any real weaknesses talent wise. Yeah. Um. They just been underperforming for years because of their coaching. And this would be another year where they oh go what nine wins, ten wins, make the playoffs. And it's like oh we made the playoffs, we can't fight like and but, lose. Yeah, and then lose first round. It's like oh we can't. Fight. It's not his fault. No, it, it kind of is your fault. Yeah. You guys should have been way better by now. Fire Jason Garrett. He's my second pick. It's hard for me to agree with that, but I, I appreciate, I, I respect your opinion. My, my second pick, although I was just saying, he's a, this is, these are just coaches that are on the hot seat. Yes, I'm not yes, saying yes. they necessarily have to be fired, but Adam Gates should get fired. But Freddie Kitchens, <laughs> Oof. he's on the hot seat. Yeah, I hear you. I, I mean, it sucks because last year he was an offensive coordinator and they were balling when he was an offensive coordinator. Yeah. They were on fire. Their offense was clicking. Baker Mayfield yeah. was unreal. He yeah. was hitting his, he was like, he had 26 touchdowns last year in like nine sure. games. It was crazy. Or, like, more than the nine games. But he had a nine-game span where he was killing. And he wasn't turning the ball over too much. And they were just clicking on all cylinders. Um, you know, I wonder if Kareem Hunt comes back, what really is going to change. They're already mm-hmm. killing the run game. So, I mean, I don't really know what much else they need to do. But if they don't end the season on a hot 6-2 and two end and, you know, 8-8 eight and eight final, then it, he might not get a schedule. Yeah, but he might not – he might not be the coach next year. But if they can get to 8-8 eight and eight – and make a miracle and get to nine and seven and somehow mm. sneak into the playoffs. Jeez, mm. that'll save his career. But 
he's on the hot seat for right now. They're just not looking like a formidable team, and they just don't look like they respect him as a head coach. It's one of those coaches where he might be better suited as just a court a coordinator. Yeah, I hear you. And this is what I will say. I don't I think he's just in over his head. I think that's really what it is. I think he's just in over his head. So I can't just blame him. He just hasn't he just wasn't ready for this. Yeah. And it's just that's just it's just cleared as, as day. He just was not ready for this. So it's hard to blame him. It's like trying to blame a child for being late to school or something yeah. it's not it's like how else am i getting there yeah. yeah um i feel you it's just hard so if i were the browns executive staff john dorsey gm i would low-key try and demote him as bad as that sounds. it's hard it's hard to it's hard to do like that, i know like they are dumb because i thought that they should have demoted greg williams to stay as the defensive coordinator and they okay. had to get rid of him because you can't just be demoting people. Facts. If you demote like, someone, that means that they are getting fired in somebody else. Why couldn't he have just stayed at head coach? Who? Greg Williams. I thought I thought he earned being the head coach. I thought he did. Yeah. The way he they were playing under him and Freddie Kitchens was killing as offensive coordinator. Why change anything? Because apparently I don't know, but apparently they just wanted to, to change. It didn't make sense to me. I was, I was confused. I was confused. Yeah. I really was. But also, Greg Williams is kind of a scumbag, so I don't really know what was going on behind the scenes. Yes. But it's just – Greg Williams, is, he, he has way more experience in this league. He's a tough guy. He's a good defensive coach. Now, Steve Wilkes is doing his thing. They're not a terrible defense by no stretch no. of means. But they could just use some leadership and some experience. So – I'm and, he, and when it comes to demoting, it's like, do you want to get fired or would you rather keep your job in this BOC? You know? Yeah, and it's like, but they, they'll, they'll always try to, like, continue to be head coach somewhere else and then but realize how, they're not. And how then, many teams are lining up to, to hire Fred Kitchens after Freddie Kitchens after the season? Zero. So that's another thing yeah. that might be playing in their favor. Yeah. They just need a stronger coach that knows who doesn't have to be no. doesn't even have to be a specialty just a guy who knows who's, how to lead a football yeah, exactly. team. Exactly. Just needs some author, authority there. Who's going to yeah. Freddie Kitchens is such a good guy. He really is. You watch videos and stuff about him. He's like everyone talks so highly of him. Um, you know, he, he's a great leader of men, but something's not clicking though. Mm-hmm. Something's just not clicking. Mm-hmm. My third and final pick of this draft. Oof. I'm going to go with Doug Marone. I I just look at this. This Jacksonville team, I think the whole debacle with Jalen Ramsey, um, I don't know if the players respond to him that well. Um, I think he's uh, he's an offensive coach, right? Who? Uh, Marone. Mar- no, he's no defensive coach. Marone's, Is he? Yeah, I, I believe so. He's been, a, he's been a defensive coach his whole life. Um, correct. Regardless, I don't, I don't really see him as being a real difference maker. I believe he was a defensive coordinator for the Bills. Um, back in the day, but yeah, no, that whole team as, as a whole needs to just kind of step it up. I mean, they score three points in London, their second home. And oh no, he's an offense. He was offensive line coach, New York Jets, offensive coordinator oh, for the Saints. My bad. Assistant head coach, Jack Mills, an offensive line coach. But wait, did he work for the Bills? Who am I thinking? Yeah, of? he did. He was the head coach for the Bills, 2013 oh, oh, I'm tapped. I'm tapped. My bad. No, you're good. Um. But I don't. I don't think he calls a play. I think that's John D. Filippo who's yeah. calling the plays anyway. Yeah. Um, but I just, as an offensive mind, he's never done anything that impressed me really. And now, granted, you can slay Blake Bortles, but and we'll see what happens when Nick Foles gets back. So he hasn't really had his ideal choice of quarterback. You could say he's made it work with Gardner Minshew, but I've never been a fan with him. They've never performed really up to their uh, capabilities ever since they made the AFC Championship game. Really. Um, their defense, he hasn't been able to really keep guys head on straight. Um, they have another team that's been really undisciplined. And I just don't know if he's the coach that's going to take this team to the Super Bowl. And their window is closing very soon. Yeah. If you can even say it's open. Um, it never opened. Yeah. I mean, it was open when they went to the AFC Championship. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, and the year after, it was open. Yeah. You had the talent. Quickly closed, though. Yeah, it's 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 slightly ajar at this point. Yeah. Barely. Um, who's your last pick? Uh, my last pick, although I really – he's one of my favorite kind of coaches in the league, is Matt Nagy. He's on the hot seat, man. Jeez. He's an offensive guru. You know, he's a great mind. He was on the Chiefs before, you know, and yes. they, they did very well with him. Um, But last game, it, it was tough. It was tough. They, had, they were scoreless at half. They had a total of 10 first downs. 
which is terrible. Terrible. They had a total of 164 yards, which I don't even need to say is terrible. And they had nine penalties for 70 yards. Jeez. And their time of possession, and we thought the Pats had a bad time of possession, they had 19 minutes and 42 seconds. Jesus! That is less than a third of the time. And oh that is garbage. And they were coming from behind. They ended up like making it a one-score game at the end. But it was too late. You know, you can't be on the field for that little amount of time and not do anything. Facts. I don't know whether to put more blame on, on Matt Nagy or put more blame on Mitchell Trubisky because Trubisky. because he hasn't taken that step. But, like, at the same time – You know Mitchell Trubisky completed one pass uh, pass line of scrimmage in the first half? Sounds about right, dude. <laughs> they had, like, legit, like, six yards at half or something crazy. It was nuts. Um, They didn't have a first down. Like Six um, yards? It was nuts. Like – and but Mr. Zubisky also doesn't understand how to move within the pocket. And he just escapes he way too soon. How to play quarterback. He, I, I don't know. He he played decent like you know last year. He really did. And Matt Nagy was a good coach last year. He was yeah. a great coach. I don't know. They they were regressing so much right now. But the season's not over for them. I really don't think it is. It's over. What? They're only three and That's five. Cap. They're only three and five. Cap or no cap? Is the Bears season over? <laughs> it's over. That was cap. You think? Oh, in that division? Come on, man. Uh, we'll see. Come on, that defense, man. That defense is still good. It is. So we'll see. Come it, on, man. In that division? Come on, man. It, it'll be tough. It'll be tough for sure. Cap or no cap? Is the Paris season over? Yeah, that's it's it's probably over. But. All right. Speaking of cap or no cap, I guess we just had our first cap or no cap question. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> the second question <laughs> is about <laughs> Mr. Anthony Davis, who – um, was in Chicago yesterday and was speaking to the, I don't even know if it was the media. I don't kids. Know. Yeah, I don't know who. He was speaking to the kids in a classroom. <laughs> but he was talking about potentially playing in Chicago and said, honestly, it's nothing like, I think he was talking about the Lakers. Honestly, it's nothing like playing at home. I'm a free agent next year, so it's a possibility playing for the Bulls. Is yeah. that cap or no cap? That's cap. Oh, my goodness. That's such cap. Why <laughs> you even bring, one, it's five games of the season. Why are you even talking about this? <laughs> Two, right? Why? Why? Just you literally just started. Yeah, like unnecessary distraction, unnecessary drama. You just started playing for that team. If he was on the Patriots, that's he's not playing this week. Yeah, you're getting slapped. And second, <laughs> sec, second, you're not you're not actually gonna leave. Like, who are we actually? Who are you lying to? You want to go the Bulls? I mean, the Bulls have a decent team. Really yeah, good decent team. team. But dude, you're. Find your second favorite to win the finals, and by no means are you gonna even be second favorite to win the East next year if you went to the Bulls. Like you just wouldn't. Um, that's cap. I just don't even have. Anything I mean, to say listen, I don't. I don't know if Anthony Davis knows what he wants because you saw last year with the whole trade event and he listed all these teams. I don't know if he was ever really set on a team. He, I think he really just wanted out of Portland. I think he liked the idea of L.A., but as I said last year, I think he was a puppet for LeBron and what's his agent's name? Rich Paul. Rich Paul. I think he was just really a puppet. Um, and so – and it, it's going to – it'll depend on how this Lakers uh, season plays out. Yeah. But I, I don't trust their front office. As I've said many times, they did not make the necessary moves in the offseason to give them enough shooting, really. Mm-hmm. Um, their, defense, their defense has been a little bit better than I expected. And part of that is LeBron's actually playing defense now. So I mean, they have helps. decent shooters, I think. They have decent shooters. I mean, they have Danny Green. They still have Quinn Cook. They have KCP. I mean, they – Don't. Don't talk about KCP. He just dropped like 20 points Don't talk about night. KCP. Uh, but I look at this Bulls roster. Chris Dunn, Zach Levine, who's looking like a baller. Colby White, who they just drafted. Our reporter, Junior, is all right. Uh, Lori Markkinen. I fucking love Lori Markkinen. Wendell Carter Jr. is nice. And you add – um, Anthony Davis is that playing in the East, going back home? Yeah, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I don't, I don't know. It's possible, but it's I possible. think. I, but uh, why are you talking about it right now? Yeah, I don't know. Like, why why are you talking about? I it really right don't now? know why he is. Don't you have a game to get ready for? Oh, D, I don't know why I did that. But uh, say less. That's the show. Um, subscribe. Leave a rating. Leave a message. Uh, leave a review. Anything you'd like, we'll answer questions. Um, follow on social media on Twitter at Say Less Sports on Instagram at Say Less Pod. That's the show. Thank Word. you, Roy. Peace. I hope this therapy session the therapy session helped you. It did not. Oh, say less though. <laughs> <laughs>